Well, welcome back. We are so excited um, to be back recording for our Faith Rest Life podcast. And we're so excited that we're jumping into season five. And this is our first episode of season five. So um, this season is all about our identity and what we put our identity in and really the outcome of what happens with all the different things that we could do and choose to put our identity in. So we're so excited. We can't wait to see what God has in store for this next season. And um, yeah, so happy that you're with us and we're back at it. Yay! Hello! I know. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! New season, new year. Yes, it's so exciting. So exciting. So, yeah, so as we've been preparing, um, you know, Jess and I are always chatting and praying and um, just kind of living life as we prepare to record each of these episodes. And um, I was listening uh, to the book of Job. And these scriptures just really popped off the page to me, um, or as I was listening, so maybe not the page, but (laughs) rang loudly in my ear, I should say. And I just thought, what a great way to start um, this episode. So in Job 9, 32 through 35, it says, he is not a mere mortal like me. And this is, sorry, I'll back up a little bit. This is Job talking. He um, He's talking to his friends who came to supposedly support and <laughs> be with him as he was sitting with sores all over his body and he had lost everything that the Lord had blessed him with. And so that's kind of where the, um, where the story's at now. Yeah. So he says, he is not a mere mortal like me that I might answer him that we might confront each other in court. If only there were someone to mediate between us, someone to bring us together, someone to remove God's rod from me so that his terror wouldn't frighten me no more. Then I would speak up without fear of him. But as it stands with me, I cannot. And man, that verse 33, when it talks about someone being able to mediate between us, You know, I just, it jumped out to me and I thought that's Jesus. Like Job was crying out for Jesus back when he's sitting with these sores and lost everything and he didn't even realize it. And that's what I love so much about um, God's word is that we can read it every day and see something new. And I've read the book of Job, I don't know how many times, but this verse has never jumped off the page at me like this. And, um, you know, Jess and I were just chatting and, and just saying, like, it's so amazing that we are post Jesus, like Job and the Bible were pointing all the fingers at Jesus. And, you know, this is even a little glimpse from the Lord Um, to show us that like exactly what Jesus did for us, Jesus came to mediate between us and God and, and to go before him so that we, you know, we could speak to the Lord and we could have this direct communication with him where back in, you know, the old Testament, the priests would have to do sacrifices and do different things to like 
go before the Lord. And even Job, after his children would have parties, he would go and like sacrifice and get before the Lord so that if they sinned or they did anything wrong, he felt like he had to purify and cleanse like his whole family. And he would do this all the time. And, you know, I just thought this is such a sweet picture of God giving us a little glimpse into Jesus and what he, what he really did for us. He did really come to mediate between us. And we have this beautiful picture of, you know, this, this courtroom setting almost of Jesus as our defender. Yes. I found that scripture. It's a uh, first John mm. two, chapter two, verse one through two says my little children my believers and dear ones, I am writing you these things so that you will not sin and violate God's law. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate who will intercede for us with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, the one who conforms to the Father's will in every way, purpose, thought, and action. And he, Jesus, is the propitiation for our sins, the atoning sacrifice that holds back the wrath of God that would otherwise be directed at us because of our sinful nature, our worldliness, our lifestyle. And not for ours alone, but also for the sins of all believers throughout the whole world. Mm, That's so good. I mean, that like... That sums it up. And so it's so crazy because first John is at like the end of the Bible and Job is at the beginning, you know, it's like this timeline of the Lord where Jesus is woven in every single page of his word. Yes, it is him. He is the word of God. Yes. I loved what you shared um, before what you were saying, the vision that you saw specifically. It was talking about the rod. The rod. Yes, yes. So those same verses in 34, when it says someone to remove God's rod from me. And when I, when I heard that, I instantly had a vision of the cross, you know, because the, the cross is removing God's rod from us for what we should deserve and should get, you know what I mean? Like, the cross has has taken it all all of it every sin that we we commit will commit today will commit tomorrow every sin that that is in our life that cross i just it was just almost like you know when the when the lights turn on for a play or the curtain comes up and the lights shine bright on the actors that was literally like the vision in my head when it, when, when it said God's rod, I instantly like to remove his rod. It was like the spotlight just like shined on the cross. That's so amazing. It's the, it's the gist of this whole season. So identity, it really sums it all up is that our identity is in Jesus mm-hmm. and he took the rod. And so I really feel like this, this episode, we're focusing on the sacrifice of Jesus. We're f- kind of focusing in on why, 
mm-hmm. you know, who he, who he is. Yes. And then we get to understand who we are. Yes. We are so loved by God mm-hmm. that he sent his son, Jesus. And yes. then Jesus came and lived among us and made himself the word of God made flesh, mm. made a man. And so when, when Melissa was sharing this with me um, in Job of where it it's, he's basically asking, Oh, if only, if only there was a man yeah, that I could like in a court be me and, and, and a man, this advocate between God and me. And then that picture of Jesus, of him on the cross, and then standing next to you in the courtroom of heaven as your representation, as your righteousness, him giving his righteousness to you to stand before God in Hebrews four in verses 13 through 16 say, and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed, naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation. But one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. That's amazing. I love him so much. That's the advocate. And I feel like it's like he took that rod so that we can now be seated in heavenly places in the royal priesthood of God. Mm -hmm. This is who we really are. And that here's Job saying, oh, I'm just a man. I, I wish I could, you know, say to God how I feel. I wish I could. Yeah. And then here's come before the Lord fearlessly. He fearlessly. said, I wish I could come. And it, it says that you just said that Boom! right here. Now, yeah. here we are again, new te- old Testament to new Testament yeah. Hebrews, which is almost the end also yeah. saying, um, let us fearlessly and confidently confidently draw near to the throne of grace. Cause we're sitting right now in that throne room. Yes. You are in that throne room of grace, yes. of mercy, justified by Jesus Christ, the lover of your soul. Mm, so good. It doesn't get much better than that. I mean, the curtain just flew up and the lights just shined and there it <laughs> right? is. 
there's like, there's, this is the whole season all where it's like spoiler alert. This is like, the whole, like we just, we just, te- we just laid the whole season out in this one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Season five done. No, I know. <laughs> seriously. It's just, it's so mind blowing to me and just so amazing that like Job's crying out and saying all of these things. And you guys, we are living post Job the things that Job is crying out for, we have, we have, we have it at our fingertips. We are to give our life, cry out to the Lord and say, we need you, Jesus. And he says, I'm right here. I'm here. That's it. Like he is the mediator. He is the gap in this bridge for our pathway for, you know, to, to be directly to go to, to God fearlessly and confidently. Yes. Not to yell at him (laughs) or like, (laughs) I think part of, I think part of that cry out from Job was like, I wish I could go to him and be like, what the heck is going on? Why are you doing to me? Yeah. You know? So it's like, but, but what Hebrews is talking about is that, that we get to fearlessly and confidently, we can go to the Lord and not necessarily like yell at him for things. Right. We can, we can go to him and say, Lord, like, I need your help. Lord, I, I am struggling with this. You know, I mean, like Job is sitting here with sores on his body saying, I don't know why this is happening to me. I really don't. I really don't. Like, I really am like a blameless man, but I, but I think it also shows that beautiful picture that no matter what we do, yeah, we need Jesus. Like, yeah. there's, there, like there's no other way to the cross. There's no other way to this seat in Amen. heavenly places without Jesus. Amen. He's the only way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. It, it's this invitation I think this is the perfect kind of opening segue invitation mm-hmm. to accepting all that Jesus has for you and wants for you, how much he knows you, yes. um, knows the failures, the weaknesses, and, and how he overcame it so that you overcome it. Yes. We overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and have victory, have complete victory over any identity or anything that we put our hope in other than Jesus. Yeah. You know, where we think that we're going to, we think that if we just get this thing, or if we just have this one thought, or if we can just overcome this, you know, like all these things in our life that become these idols Jesus died and paid for all of it, but he is the way, the truth, and the life. That's it. Yeah. It's through him that we can have these victories. And I think that's what I'm so excited about this season because identity, there people put their identity in so many things. Right. And their hope in so many things that right. if I just get this thing or if I just this one promotion, or if I can just overcome this one thing in my life, whatever it yeah. is, you know, to just really dig into each of these things that, that we idolize today in our world yeah. to realize that none of those things are going to get us to this seat. There is a seat waiting for you. There is a seat 
next to God in the throne room. Yes. There's this seat that we, that has our name written on it for us and every sin and every idol and everything that we've put our hope into hung on that cross. It literally hung on that cross and Jesus died for every single thing. And if we choose to follow him and put our identity in him, in him only, then the world is a whole nother place. And there's so many opportunities and so many things that open up in our life. Amen. Yeah, this is it. So we're going to take our eyes and our faces and we're going to let God tenderly move our faces and our eyes back to him. If we've been distracted, if we, if you, you know, we feel like we've walked away or maybe we feel like we've been uh, believing something other than the truth of God, we're going to tenderly let him now move our face, our eyes, our affection, our attention back to him and just pray today and accept today that God has forgiven and he has made a way for each of us to be in the throne room of his grace, to rule and reign with him on high, to be um, in the royal priesthood of God and family, we're family, you know? Yes. And so I just feel this like tug on my heart right now to just say, if anybody is listening that doesn't, didn't know that, didn't know that Jesus is this good, that he is this good, that he took everything for you so that you can overcome and rule and reign and be his sitting with him. Like that, that you would know that today and that we can pray right now and just accept Jesus. We just accept you. We just accept all that you are all that your word says, we don't want to contort our own way or try to contort your will and our will. No, we just accept how good you are, how much you love us. And just, we reject any lies about you and just ask for you to to continue to open our eyes and lift this veil of truth that, that we would see you for who you really are and yeah. see ourselves for who we really are mm-hmm. with you and in you and just accept your love that it's really that good that you love us this much that you represent us and that you give us your righteousness yes. and you cleanse us from all mm-hmm. unrighteousness yes lord we just thank you so much jesus Yes. Amen. 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 So good. And it's, it is, I loved when you were just talking right before you were praying about this is how good Jesus is. Yeah. Um, And I think real quickly before we wrap up here, if you would share your vision that you had shared with me um, just about the accuser and the enemy, because he wants us to put our identity in all these other things, except Jesus so that he can take us down. I guess a quick synopsis of it, and maybe we can go into it like more next, next episode, but I had this vision when I, you know, we've been kind of, 
having the idea of knowing what God was putting on our hearts to do for this season, being identity and how amazingly rich, how crazy important this, this topic is this understanding, like God wants us to have it. It's imperative that we wake up and know who we are. Yes. And so I'm, I'm driving along one night, as you all know, it's always when I'm driving. So (laughs) anybody who's listening, it's always in the car, but, um, I'm driving along. Um, actually it was on our road trip and I was listening to a message and, um, praying. We were praying about this theme identity because Melissa actually really got really put it on her heart and it was simultaneously totally on my heart too. So it was amazing, but I'm driving along listening to this message and it's just totally confirming everything that I had been praying about. Just to say, I had a vision in the middle of this kind of amazing experience with the Lord of if anybody's seen seen Lord of the Rings, I'm like a big Narnia and Lord of the Rings. And like, just God speaks to me through movies. He always has through songs and movies since I was a kid. So, so I was very little. The Lord of the Rings, it's actually the Hobbit. There's this scene where I think his name's Thorin Oakenshield. He's like the, really the true king of these people. Um, He is going toe to toe with the ugliest enemy bringing destruction into the land, you know, killing all the people working for the, you know, Lord of, of death basically. And so this man's going toe to toe with him and they're fighting. And there's this one scene where the enemy gets trapped under the ice. And so anybody who's seen it knows he's in the water under the ice on top of the water. Cause it's freezing. And so this nasty demonic dude is like going uh under the ice floating down for through the current of the water and he looks down as this you know I'll just call it a demon it's really an orc or whatever but it's it's a demon yeah it's going under his feet and there's this huge thick barrier of ice and this guy's trapped Mm. and they lock eyes as he's floating under his feet, God was telling me in my language and what I would understand, that is how it is. You are seated in heavenly places. You are above and not below. And the enemy cannot even break through to get to you. You have to go down and get to his level if if you're going to do that, but you don't have to because you're seated in heavenly places. So that enemy can only look up at you and you get to rule and reign and look down at it from where you really are and who you really are. You're seated in the throne room of God with God, with him, co-heirs, joint heirs with Christ. So all that he is, all who he is, is who you are. You're one with him. And so the enemy can only look up to you and try and entice you and try and ensnare you and try and entangle you. But he's under your feet. 
Yes. Yes, he is. Oh my gosh. I get like so fired up. That is, I'm all about the vision, man. Like I, me too. it's yeah. so good. It is so good. And that is why this episode is titled take your seat, yeah. take your seat. We are so excited for season five. We're so excited to see what the Lord brings in all of this. Yes. But just know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And without him, there is, there is like, there's no seat worthy. You know, there's no seat for us to sit in. And when we're with him and like seated at his right hand, that's the only seat that we want to be in. You know, that, that that is the ultimate seat that we can be, that we can be seated in. And God has given us this invitation to be seated there with him. So that's, that is our intro for season five. And we're so excited and can't wait to just see what the Lord is, um, is bringing on. And we got, you got a little preview for our next uh, episode. (laughs) Like amazing, just amazing stuff that the Lord is just downloading into Jess and I, and we can't wait to share it with you guys. So, um, Yeah, I think, do you have anything else to share? I think that's it. Just excited to be back and we'll we'll see you on the podcast and see you for prayer nights on on our Instagram every Monday night. Yes. uh, Lord willing, so. Yeah, and praying for amazing breakthroughs for this year and, you know, just um, praying for idols to be, revealed to each person that's listening to this and to us even you know just praying that the lord will will reveal these idols that are in our lives and that we truly can take a seat next to him seated at the right hand Um, yeah so so (laughs) thanks for listening and um we'll catch you at the next episode okay bye bye